Bobcast with Old Bay Brigade, hosted by Rooster and the Villain. Good evening and welcome back to the Maryland Bobcast. My name is Alex Windsor. I am here with uh, Jake Kennecke this evening. How you doing, Jake? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, can't complain enough to make anybody care. We're looking at the uh, last few days of school. So. Oh, really? Need to get those out of the way. Yeah, we the kids are there till Thursday, and then Friday is my day to scream into the void of existential dread until I go home for the summer. Do you guys do like a uh, like a graduation thing? Or? Fuck no, no. It's funny because none of the schools in Hartford County do middle school graduations, but every single year we get angry calls from parents like, "Why aren't you guys doing a graduation?" <laughs> and there's always somebody that's like, you did it last year. No, no, we fucking didn't. <laughs> Your kid, stop celebrating mediocrity. Go graduate from high school and be excited. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to do a quick run tonight. Um, Mike could not be with us. He's on uh, dad duty for a couple of days while his his uh, better half is out of town, I believe. Um, so we're going to talk about the Maryland-Savannah match that ran this weekend. And then uh, we're going to preview this away trip. And I think if if all goes well, Mike is going to drop in some uh, some commentary along the way when he does some post-production because uh, True Respite, one of our favorite brewers out here in Maryland, is dropping Halftime Haze for this season. Halftime Haze is a hazy IPA that is going – that is uh, – was brewed in collaboration with the Bobcats a couple of years ago with Evan Ramis um, and has since been uh, picked out as one of their, their top notch beers of every season. Um, Kaylin and Hannah are down there tomorrow to help brew. And then I think Mike's going to stop in. I'm busy teaching chitlins. So I can't <laughs> go get drunk. I can't go get drunk at noon. Field trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chemistry. There you go. Let's talk chemistry and engineering. How do you we? Eat, how do we? Can know what yeast is? What? You little shits know what yeast is? <laughs> it's the shit that makes stuff good. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, Maryland Savannah. Jake, did you watch in real time? I did watch in real time. I actually had um, I had to go back and watch the Wivel and the penalty. On replay because I eleven on both my phone and my my uh, Fire Cube decided it wanted to send me to some sort of political discussion. Oh, that's good. About five times in a row until I was ready to, you know, break something. But finally got it to work. Um, I think shortly after they scored the penalty is when I I got onto the game. But went back and watched both of them. Yeah, that uh, that first goal was a. Uh... The Bobcats scored some really good goals this game. They were not massive breaks from from wide out. It was good play in front of the net. They didn't play nervous at all, which is something uh, we we've talked about in the past. We kind of made the joke on our group chat that um, maybe Darwin listens <laughs> um, because Darwin did not play like he didn't want to be there. Yes, Darwin played like he wanted to take control of every fucking touch that he had. Um, he made a point to make something of every time that ball came to his feet. It was nice to see Jimmy Filerman back on the pitch. Um, little bummed to not see Caleb out there. 
going into uh, the little the little away stretch that's about to come, I kind of wanted to see him at home and see if he could see if he could bang one in. So we had goals from Drew Wivel at the six minute mark, goals from Darwin at forty and forty two, and then uh, Manny Gonzalez rocked one home at seventy seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first and second, go- well, I guess the first three goals, Wivel and then the two from Espinal were both. They they both felt like just really well played, like where you need to be passing the ball around in front of the net kind of goals. It was good stuff to see. All I I believe all three were like pounded into the side netting off the long side. Yeah, the um, it was cool to see them playing that. I think those, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think those three goals were if Wivel was scoring. Espinal had an assist. I believe so, yeah. Wivel, or if Espinal scored, Wivel had an assist. Yeah, I believe all three of them were. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after the first Darwin goal, uh, I had to hit the head and um, stepped away from the pitch. And as I walked towards the restrooms at the soccer plex, Darwin got loose again. And that second goal he had at 42 minutes, there was no question that he was putting that away. That yeah. was one that, like, as soon as it touched his foot, people were like, okay, it's done. That was uh, – the, there was a different feeling of the ple- at the Plex that night. Like, it, they kind of came out. They, they rolled in with some uh, – I like your um, – little header there. I, I had to, to lean in and read that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. It, it felt like they walked out ready to win. Um, and not that they don't come out ready to win, but like it felt like they walked out on that field like, yeah, we're winning this, we're taking this, and we're going home. I I think it was Creel who who started bringing that up uh, on nights where, they talk, where he talked about Bobcats playing to the level of their opponent. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, in the past, we've drawn against uh, DCFC when they were absolutely crushing the league. And, you know, like, or it's, you know, head up to them, boom, meet them in the middle. And then with a lot of other teams, it's like, you know, last place in the league, we're going to give up two goals to them kind of thing. This, yeah. like you said, they came out and they're like, we're here to smash you. I also think that, uh, so the the penalty that led to the... Uh, <laughs> The Savannah goal was very much clearly a penalty. Um, yeah. I think it was just a desperation challenge. It was. It was. I, I can't remember who the hell did it. It. Do you remember? Man- Mansoor essentially got his ankles broken, and Forka had to commit the foul as like a saving. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, there's a point where you can't even avoid that kind of shit anymore. Yeah, like. That was either a free shot on Sutton in the box or a penalty kick. And, hell, Sutton got on top of that penalty kick. Yeah. There's nothing he could have done better there. Like, he was on top of it. It had enough heat to roll past him or to roll under him. And that, that that's that. Um, so, uh, during the game, it felt like – it, it almost felt like Savannah – pulled their attack to start the second half. I don't know if you could see it on the stream, but they didn't feel like they were attacking anymore after the half. Um, Mason Moyer 
who used to play for Flower City. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out there at the start of the half. He's the blonde guy in the middle. He was distributing for them and doing a great job, and they pulled him at half. Um, after the game, got the chance to go over and speak with him and his family and asked about it, and he just said, they, they just pulled me at half. It, I wasn't injured. Nothing's wrong. They just pulled me at half. So I, I don't know what their game plan was, but it felt like they came out not looking for anything. The um, I made a uh, – and it wasn't just the attack. It was just hustle in general from them. It, it, it seemed like they gave up. I, uh, I made a tweet while watching it that uh, it seemed at certain points of the second half, Maryland could have played keep away with their center backs and just wasted every bit of time. And I don't know if yeah. our, our defensive mids were like the press trigger – or whatever, but they just weren't pressing our center backs. Like I remember, I think Forka literally put his foot on the ball and held still for what seemed like three to four seconds before anyone got near him. Yeah. So his sister sits at the front of our section with her kids. And when he did that, she, she lost her mind. She was so angry at him. And then I was like, he didn't do anything wrong. He's good. He's good. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's playing because they don't want to win. Apparently. Yeah. Um, we had some good – it was funny. We had some good back and forth. Um, there was a lot of – so there was like uh, one of the youth kids had his birthday party. So there was like 30 kids in the next section over. So we like gave them the drumsticks, gave them all the flags, told them to run around. I'm sure – oh, Jesus. Cut that out, Mike. Um, <laughs> nine minutes and 36 seconds. Write that down. Um, the kids running back and forth with the flags – Mm-hmm. I'm sure they caught that on the stream quite a bit. Oh yeah, I uh, saw one it. of the kids. One of the kids took our like ten by ten flag and went like because they couldn't run fast enough to keep the flag flying behind them because it's only like a fifteen foot bowl. So he went down to the end behind the far net and just laid it on the hill and stretched it out so it so it like laid like a typho. Yeah. So that was that was fun. The kids were having a good time and that that's what it's all about out there. So. That was good. Um, we were chirping back and forth with the team near the end, trying to get the coach to put the backup goalie in. Because <laughs> Jack Jack Pondy just didn't look like he was fit for the game that night. No. Like, there was a couple – when I play FIFA, I always run in on one side of the net and shoot for the opposite. Like, shoot long side, it's impossible. He was getting ripped long side every single time. So that was a that was except for that Manny Gonzalez goal at the end, which was stunning. Yeah, like big ups to that kid for being where he. Well, man, he's getting older. Um, being where he <laughs> needed to be, he pounded that shit home. Oh yeah, that was um that was another tweet from me. Uh, just a straight up boneheaded play from their keeper on that one. Just yeah. it, it was either a. a, a pass off his foot or it was like a slow roll or something and it just it looked like shit and um I forgot who's who jumped on it someone jumped on it and then it was straight to Manny and Manny was like doink yeah he really fired that one home that was a that was a nice wrap up for that one so like while we're going back and forth with the uh backup keeper like calling his name and I I yelled over to Max Wolpuff's brother and I was like, Hey, I know you have a binder full of information about every one of these players. So what do you have? And he starts reading off the list of all the, the accolades for the, 
the the backup goalie he said uh attended Florida virtual school for high school <laughs> that wasn't good that I knew that because I immediately like I yell from the back and I'm like we get it coach he didn't even go to real high school he just played on the computer like a jerk and <laughs> the goalie just put his head down and covered his head up he was just <laughs> hiding at that point so uh <laughs> after the match we were taking our stuff back to the storage unit and ran into three, three out of the four coaches for uh, Savannah and I like kind of acknowledged them and went, I stuck my hand out to shake the coach's hand and I was like, safe travels home, buddy. And he looked at my hand and he was like, the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking dickhead. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to keep walking. Then I had to explain to my buddy who was not an avid soccer guy. I was like, Here's the thing, a European coach, the European style of supportership, they fucking hate each other. Yeah. It does not matter before, after, during the game. They despise each other. So I think it confuses coaches. Like this dude's from from I believe he's from England. Mm. Um his kid plays for Leeds. Oh shit. His kid plays for the Leeds Youth Academy or the Leeds Two Academy. Um can't wait till they come to town next time because we're going to talk about it. Um, but uh, yeah, he was not having it. He did not care that that we were were no longer screaming at him. He was he was pissed, and we went kind of light on him. So I can't wait because uh, when he comes back to town, he's got he he's already going to have that in his head. He's going to walk into that that stadium and already be nervous. Okay, so um, let's take a look at this away trip that's about to start because walked out of there with that 4-1 win, four more goals to the Pride Razor, looking at about $500 now, uh, benefiting Smile, which is awesome. So we're looking at this West Coast swing. We've got Albion, San Diego on Thursday, which is in two days at Canyon Crest at 9 p.m. We've got 9 p.m. Eastern time. We've got L.A. Force at Rio Hondo College on the 17th, two days later at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and then the following Saturday, the 24th, at Gold Star Stadium, which is funny that they're calling it Gold Star Stadium because that stadium does not fucking exist. Um, And that's 7 p.m. Eastern time on that Saturday. So... Jake, what do you think, and what do you think this uh, road trip looks like? Um, honestly, with like where these teams are, I would hope for three straight wins. So I'm just going to say three straight wins. I think Maryland gets it done, especially the uh, what we were talking about at the beginning of the or before the show. Um, it's nice that they kind of took mercy on the East Coast teams on this trip with. I know it's kind of frustrating two games in essentially two days, but, you know, you get the trip over with, get back, and then, you know, head to Michigan a week later. Yeah, that's not a bad situation. I don't I, I don't mind it. I think uh, the close-packed games are going to be not wonderful, but it, it could be much worse. Um, so going into – I, I honestly think the only match there I'm – remotely worried about is is Albion the Thursday game because they're they're not looking at a bad track record right now they're three one and three 
Um, they're they're not in losing form. They had two wins and then a loss recently, but they're they're sitting four points behind the Bobcats right now, and I I just don't want anything that's going to throw the Cats off. I just you just need to keep piling up points. Oh, absolutely. They need to keep because we know that uh, George and the Georgettes are not going to lose. Michigan's going to continue to win um, and draw if they need to, and they're going to continue to grind points. Um, Chattanooga is going to continue to grind points. I think Maryland, I think it's Maryland's ball game right there in second place. Yeah. You got to just kind of hope that one of those teams fucks up. And yeah, I, don't, I, I definitely don't see Chatta fucking up. I see I, if Michigan screws up and, and struggles, I can understand it, but I don't see Chatta going down. Oh no. Chatta's Chatta's going to, win the regular season title if that was the thing. But yeah, I think, I think Maryland slots in at number two to end the season, but they, they do have to keep pace. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think these next five games, like they, the Bobcats could essentially go five straight here or six straight here mm-hmm. with Albion, LA gold star, and then two against club de Leon. As long as that, whatever the 10 Lopez, the fucker from club de Leon, they don't let him get hot on the pitch. They'll be fine. I don't see any. I don't see any worry in L.A. or Gold Star. Yeah, I think that. I think that any team that doesn't have a standing location where their matches happen, I don't think you build any kind of passion for those players. It's not even about the fucking fans. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a home stadium with with supporters, but like if you're playing at a different stadium every week, you have no, no passion to perform on that field. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see any worry there. I think, uh, I think we look at, I think a two, one score line win against Canyon or at, uh, at Canyon crest against Albion. And then I think, I think they clean up pretty good on LA and gold star. I think two or three goals each game. I think with the with the way the Bobcats have been performing in their wins, like their their win against uh their win against Savannah and their win against um shit, Flower City and uh Club de Leon, I think they're racking up the goals when they need to. They they used to play down to their guys, but I, I hope they come out and, and, and fight pretty hard through these. Um Five five of the eight goals that we've given up this year have been from either uh, Stars or Chattanooga. So we've oh, only shit. Up, yeah, we've only given up three goals to other teams. Uh, one oh, down, shit, I didn't notice that. And then the Savannah ones, I barely count that because that was a PK, so not even like an open play goal. And we gave up one to De Leon. But uh, yeah, I think I think they come in and take care of business against both these teams kind of agree with you probably give up maybe a goal between the two West coast teams. And then I think we, uh, the stories that I've seen from gold star, I haven't paid too much attention to, but I'm starting to think that they might be not looking elsewhere, but maybe not have their heads screwed on too straight right now. So I think we, yeah, we pummel them. I think it's a situation for them. Uh, I think it's a situation for them where they're like, it, things are in flux, and I think right now I think the league is in flux. Yeah, 
So I think something's got to give there. But uh, I think that uh, a team being in a situation where they're not really sure where their next, I mean, you could say it where their next paycheck is coming from or where their next set of set of funding comes down the line. That's got to be worrisome. Yeah. I mean, thinking about the travel, the travel with two dudes, travel with three guys, uh, have three guys on your home bench. Like that's nerve wracking, man. Yeah. If I was going to a Cats game and saw three guys on the bench, I'd be fucking nervous. Do the um, like for these West Coast trips, do the Bobcats fly? I would venture. I would yeah. assume. I don't think uh, maybe they put Kalen on a, like a rickshaw <laughs> to make Kalen pedal out. Do you remember that Wild Boys skit where they would make uh, De Camillo dress up as a fish? And stand in Chinatown and do rickshaw rides. Oh, I, haven't, I don't think I've seen that one. No. Right. I'll have to find that on YouTube for you. It's a good one. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a, a good road swing. They've got to get some real – they've got to get a real roll going before they come back home. Uh, they come back home the 19th of July against uh, – <clears throat> Uh, well, they come back the 1st of July against Club de Leon. But yeah. the 19th, uh, Wednesday night, is is Chattanooga again. And that's going to be a – that's going to be a tough one. It's it's funny looking at the rest of the schedule. Like you've got the 19th against Chattanooga, the 1st against uh, the Shit Stars. And then you've got a span of just Flower City – and their alter ego and Clovers. And then you've got two straight in September with, with Michigan. Yeah. I mean, if, if the Bobcats put up a, a series of wins here, they could lock themselves in, in second place. Oh yeah. Nine, nine points would be huge. Like on the road trip. If you yeah. went out of that, it's, it's huge. But one, one thing I want to see on this, cause I, I understand like the two game two matches in two days, Thing is going to put a lot of strain on the players. One thing I'm really, really hoping for is that Caleb gets in one of those games, gets a goal, yeah. and gets hyped. Like, I, I want to see him get going. Yeah, I want to see him ring one. <laughs> I want to – and I don't – this is a ridiculous request, but I don't want to see him slot one home that's like a soft touch. Mm-hmm. I want to see him fucking rock one. Like the end of Ted Lasso, I want to see that shit go through the fucking net. I don't care. Just kick it as hard as you fucking can, kid. I want to see that. I and I want to go fucking ape shit. M- NBA Jam, he's on fire. Like yeah. net burning. Yeah, give me like that NFL street. Like he filled up the bar and now he's gonna. <laughs> uh no. What's the one? Um, God, what's the one when you could fight in between plays? I know. Oh, NFL. No, uh, MLB Slugfest. Oh, bad. I used to have have MLB Slugfest 2003 for the PlayStation 2. (laughs) And that shit is wild. So I I think they've got to get some firepower under them. They've got it. I want to see them score more goals. Um, I don't know if you saw, but CSA put up uh, $50 a goal. Oh. Pride Razor, I want to. I want them to clean his pocket out. I want okay. him to be upset that he made that decision. Damn, that's two hundred bucks against Savannah alone. Yeah, 
I want to see it like that scene where Michael realizes he gave uh, he gave too much money per mile in the <laughs> office. I want I want Cisse to be upset with himself. <laughs> I want to give I I want to send a big fucking paycheck to these people, like or a big, big fucking donation check. The big fake check. Yeah, why not? Uh, Get Kalen's face on it, like one of those picture checks. Oh, uh, what I didn't get to ask you is, did you have a, uh, did you have a star for the game, the Savannah game? I, th- I, I think it's got, it's got to be either Drew or, it's got to either be Drew or Darwin. Absolutely, I, think, I, 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 I think it's got to be Darwin. I would, um, I would say just as sort of a, uh, I mean, obviously those guys, they, they made, did you see that they made Nisa's. Two yeah. or three stars of the week were Bobcats, which is pretty damn cool. But yeah, that's pretty awesome. As far as like non-goal scores, Forka, I mean, it's it's getting. Oh to yeah, be he's been point. awesome. Yeah, that that dude, as I said on Twitter, call him OSHA because he's shutting fools down. It's just it's just commonplace at this point. The man's on another level. And then uh, Suddy, I'll never miss an opportunity to sing his praises. That man blocked a shot point blank. And he is just like if he wasn't on our team, you know we'd be talking shit about him. Yeah, he's just I'm so happy he's on our team. He just does the thing where he'll make a save and he'll get up and he'll like side eye at the guy who shot it. Like what, what? And it's I I love that type of keeper. Yeah. So you gotta be you gotta be a little bit chaotic as a keeper, and you really gotta have some fucking sass, man. Yeah, and he's a he's a dude that can throw his shit around, and, and I worry. I I always get a little worried because the, the games when he's given up goals, it feels like the team kind of scrambles, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be a situation of like him feeling like he's losing his losing his cool on the pitch. Mm-hmm. So like seeing him crank one out with that uh with that penalty kick and then get right back on the horse and keep stopping the stopping shots was good. Yeah, he's. It, I just don't understand how they, they keep doing it. it. We went from thinking the sky was falling with Felix leaving, and then all of a sudden we, we got a guy who's probably who's a nanny. Yeah. Goddamn nanny during the day, killer keeper at night. Yeah. So what's your uh, – give me your gripe. I can never remember what the fucking word is. Rant. Rant, that's it. All right. rant, Jake. It's the same one that I had last June when we were starting the show. Um, donate to Pride Razor. If you got a problem with it, just shut up. It's not the it's not the place, nor will it ever be the place, nor will it ever be the time. Just be a nice person. You can lean on your religion um if you want. That still doesn't make it good. Um Christ would have embraced all these people either anyways. And uh, it's like I said, it's pride month. Go, go to a local gay bar, go meet some gay person that's doing like a a talking or something or speech. uh, They're doing a speech somewhere or anything like that. Like anyone that's talking about rights or anything like that, go get to know somebody and you'll see, 
there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be hateful towards. You're just being a fucking idiot. So either be a good person and get on board or just get the fuck out of the way. Like we don't want to hear it from you. Yeah. If you don't, uh, I mean, if you don't like it, you, you, you don't have to follow along, but just shut up. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. And like I, you were talking about going to like, going to a place, hearing somebody talk, meeting somebody like as ridiculous as this may sound, Buy something with a fucking rainbow on it or buy something that is supportive. And the the different uh, – I wear pride kits and stuff all through the month of June in my classroom. And the kids who aren't interested don't say anything. They don't acknowledge it. And the kids that it means something to, it means fucking everything to them. Yeah. It means everything to them. Especially because, like, I talk to my kids about my life. My kids know I'm married, and and have a wife, and 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 thinking and like plan to have a family at some point in my life. And they, the amount of times where kids say like, "You're the person I've seen that supports when they're not part of the community." Like it's 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 uh it's meaningful to these people. It's meaningful yeah. to these kids, especially. And like my whole day is seeing these kids is seeing kids. Like I've had kids who have no one to support them at home. No one who cares about the approach they're taking. I have fam family members, like just get out there and find some way to support somebody. Yeah. Being- and if it's, and if it's not because it's pride month and they deserve that support, just support somebody. Cause you want to fucking support them. Yeah. It's, it's really not that hard to be an ally. It's just really not like you don't have to, you don't have to go out and march. You don't got to do anything of that. I mean, obviously that's appreciated, but just be an ally. Like if you, like one of the things that happens in El Paso is you hear the P word being chanted because it's, you know, Spanish speaking town or whatever, just tell people, Hey, that's not cool. Like, don't do that. Don't say that. You know, you hear people making jokes, you know, have a joke with the F word in it say, Hey, you know, don't, use that word. I don't like that word. Mm -hmm. That's you being an ally. I had somebody say something to me today and uh, I don't, I'm sure you didn't watch it last night, but the Tony awards were last night Mm -hmm. and a director got up and he said, when I was a child, I, people used to call me the F slur all the time. And he said, and I hated it, but look at this, this F slur has a, uh, has a Tony. And I saw tweets and I heard people say it. Oh, well, if he says it, it, they must be claiming it back. No, this isn't fucking clerks too. You can't decide that you're going to throw around a fucking horrible phrase because you think it's claiming it back by using it more often. Yeah. Like if somebody uses that term and they're part of the community and they're gay or they're, they're, it, if they choose to use it, they choose to use it. But that's that, that doesn't mean that that's an open open season. Yeah. And then just to finish up with that, um, sort of in the same vein, um, Pat Robertson died. And just so anyone knows, uh, he's burning in hell. So fuck you, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I saw a tweet that was like, uh, 
we thought that this was the Canadian wildfires, but it was probably just the gates of hell opening up for Pat Robinson. Yeah. It's just it goes it goes back to the doom guy meme where it's like when I die my family's gonna be like or heaven gained another angel. Meanwhile I'm in down in hell going where's Pat Robertson? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't have a uh, rant tonight. I'll work one up for next week. Yeah. If we record Monday night, fine. Uh, I I leave the country uh, Tuesday morning for who who the hell knows how long. Maybe I'll stay. Who knows. Um, <laughs> But uh, good night, Maryland, and anyone else listening. Uh, and uh, come back and listen to us again at the Maryland Bobcast. Peace. See ya.